My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building. Be more today's show, episode number 94. We are back. We are back. We are back in the building. And folks, 94 episodes. We keep pushing. We keep moving. Be more today's show has continued to grow. Now heard in 56 countries, 18,000 downloads. I thank you all for your support and your love. It does not go unnoticed. I promise you, we are being more today together. And I appreciate your Support for me and this journey with my book, with our music, with our swag store. Swag store open for our sweatshirts and our hoodies and our hats, whatever else. Go on our website, bemortoday.com and check us out. We are growing, we are expanding and doing more things to keep you always on the move. Uh, my quote for today is very simple, as always. What is often called exceptional ability is nothing more than persistent endeavor. Persistent endeavor. You know, this has been a time for us, 2022. Now we're in the springtime. There are so many things happening around the world, right? From wars to crazy things happening in our cities. You know, we, I, I live in Brooklyn, so there's just so many things happening around us. But even though there's so much happening around us, it is important that we stay committed to being great. And, you know, distractions are going to be around us all the time. There are going to be things that can thwart our progress. Uh, divert us from being great in our professional abilities, our physical abilities, etc. But I do think that there is an exceptional ability for us just to be persistent, um, to not give up, uh, to keep pushing forward, even though the odds are against us, even though sometimes you want to do anything, even when it's raining outside in the month of April every single day, so it seems, uh, you know, our ability to be persistent does always tend to favor greatness. And I think that the great thing about us as human beings is that we can all be great, no matter who you are, where you're from, uh, nationality, all those things. You know, as a human race, we have the ability to be resilient and to be exceptional and to be persistent in all that we do. And I've met so many people who have been persistent in their endeavors, um, who have gone through journeys like I have in terms of failures and failing forward and just continue not just to go against all odds, but to just supersede those odds and then set trends for other people to follow. And my guest on today's show is no different than that. He is a good friend of mine, a former co-worker of mine, a former uh, basketball teammate of mine, 
And he is none other than Dr. Eugene Israelayev. And he is, as many may not know, let me introduce you at Rehab Fitness or Vital Rehab. He is the Vital Rehab and Performance Physical Therapy in Nassau County. Dr. Eugene has developed a comprehensive one-on-one -on -one PT service that centers around his clientele on a personal level. Now, every treatment plan is focused on building trust and connecting with his clients by valuing their time. His proven philosophy has helped thousands of his clients reach their goals faster and get back to doing the things that they love. In addition, Dr. Eugene has an extreme passion for biomechanics and enhancement of movement patterns to achieve optimal function. His comprehensive evaluation skills have allowed him to develop customized programs to heal damaged tissue, strengthen and educate on uh, proper preventative techniques. Now, Eugene enjoys being active by lifting weights, uh, playing basketball, as I know. He has a nasty jump shot and a handle, I got to say, yeah, and going on hikes with his wife. He believes everyone is an athlete within their own body. And as the founder of Vital Rehab and Performance Physical Therapy, Dr. Eugene's passion is to educate as many people as he can to live a better life pain-free. Tomorrow is not given, so let's be more vital today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage my friend, uh, my former colleague, my, my teammate, my guy, Dr. Eugene. Dr. Eugene, what's going on, homie? Dr. Sean, pleasure. Always a pleasure being here with you. Listen, we um, we have a an extensive history from uh, downstate together, clearly playing basketball together, winning championships. You know how we do back in the day. Um, yeah, those good times. Those are good times. And then, of course, being colleagues for a PT company in Brooklyn. And then you, you branched off and have been doing so many great things. So I had to have you on the show just to really give you your your flowers in advance and give you kudos and to let you know that I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of your, your work. Um, I was honored to be a guest at your wedding and uh, just seeing everything you've done from raising the family, building your family, and now building your practice. Uh, I just got to say kudos to you. You are what Be More Today is all about. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So listen, let's get into it. I know you have a number of certifications, right? I've been reading your bio, um, I know you were a personal trainer before you became a PT. You're also a clinical athlete, weightlifting coach, and a functional range conditioning mobility specialist. Uh, so with all these things that you have now under your tool belt, um, you've gone out and you become a practice owner. Uh, I'm curious, as I ask everyone on the show who is in this endeavor, as I continue to uh, border on the line of taking this jump myself, uh, what sparked your journey to be a practice founder? Uh, well, when I was uh, a clinician um, working for a fast-paced uh, company um, that was very volume-driven, um, you know, it, it uh, something uh, bothered me by the fact that the 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 value that that we as uh, uh, physical therapists um, the the value is uh, is um, it's not. Um, it's not given to, to our clientele because of the, the fact that they, um, they, they push all these clients on us, all, all these patients and, and, and it's, and it's fast paced. It's vol it's volume driven. Um, and you know, it, it bothered me, um, because, uh, you know, we, we have, you know, we are, uh, um, the musculoskeletal, um, providers that, you know, can prevent 
um, clients from taking pain medication, um, uh, relying on injections, uh, going into surgery. Um, you know, we, we have uh, an immense skill um, that unfortunately is not, um, uh, it's not, um, it's often overlooked because of the, uh, of the system that we're, that, that's put on us. Um, and when, when COVID came, I had a lot of time on my hands and uh, I was, uh, I started to, you know, the brain started to think, <laughs> you know, I started to, started to really, uh, um, to, to doubt if this, if this is really what I wanted to do long-term. Um, so then I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take the plunge. I'm going to uh, open up my own practice. I'm going to do uh, what I want to do um, because I, I think that, that, that is uh, uh, more valuable for um, my clientele and, and not, not only uh, valuable, but, but also it's going to just fulfill my, my passion as a, as a, as a clinician. Um, and that's, uh, you know, it was tough. It wasn't, it's not, it's not easy to open up, a, to open up a practice because you're, you're essentially starting from ground zero, right. And you have to, you have to build, um, you have to build your name, you have to build your, um, you have to build, uh, your, your company. Um, you have to build your, uh, um, you have to build, you know, who you have, you have to build trust in, 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 in the community and your clients, um, but I was, I was confident you know, in, in my skills that, that that was, uh, what I wanted to do. And that's great. You know, I've had a number of people on the show who have both taken that plunge already and, and some who have been, you know, weary to, but, uh, based on what I've seen, you know, on social media and just talking to you in general, it seems like it was the right step to do. And now as I look at your site, I mean, you're talking about Vita Rehabs being one of the premier providers of PT in Nassau County. Talk to us about Vita Rehab and performance physical therapy and what makes it so special right now uh, in your location? Yeah, so um, uh, what I did, I opened up an, an office in a gym setting. So it's a physical therapy office. And what I do is I blend fitness and rehab, right? So uh, what I've noticed um, is uh, clients, um, who, uh, when I blend the fitness and rehab aspect, um, clients not only, uh, get better quicker, but their, but their lifestyle changes. And by, by lifestyle change, I mean, they, we prevent, I prevent them from relying on, you know, taking pain meds when, when they feel there's some discomfort, um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily the, the, the area that we're treating. Um, it could be other ailments. Um, and, you know, we don't only, so that, that, that is what we do is we also uh, spend one-on-one -on -one with them, right? So it's, it's strictly um, 60 minutes um, with them the entire time. And they get an immense amount of information um, that is very valuable that um, a lot of uh, medical professionals today just, just frankly don't have the time when a client when, when a patient goes to see uh, a practitioner you know whether it's it's a um, a pain management doctor or or an orthopedic they spend what maybe 20 15 20 minutes with them you know they don't they 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 are they're still clueless in essentially what's happening to them why is it happening how did this happen um 
what we do is we spend the time, we, we educate them, we explain to them what's happening, we explain to them how to prevent it from happening again. And biomechanics in, in the human body is, is uh, very important. Um, and um, because if you think about it, everything that we do during the day is, is biomechanically involved, the way you stand, the way you walk, the way you go up and down the steps, you know, um, the way you run, you know, it, it's, it's very important. Um, and we, we educate people on that. Um, so, so that, that, that is, that is why, uh, I chose to, to do this, this type of model where, where it's, um, why is it valuable? Because I give you my time and time, time is valuable. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say time is valuable. Um, you know, we say a, a number of things about time and time being precious and time being money. Um, but like you said, sometimes in our system, Time is not money. Time is <laughs> something that we just kind of just give because we're selfish in terms of giving our time to our clients. And we can be so much more effective and efficient if we actually gave more time. Um, and I like the fact that you're combining uh, fitness and PT together. I think for such a long time, they've been so separated. Um, so insular. But to be honest, what we really do is educating, showing people how to do certain things. And then giving them the tools that they need to go out there and be more fit on their own. But when you actually have the time to combine those things to show people how to do certain things on their own with your guidance, of course, you know, I think it makes the whole rehab process and experience more beneficial and even more enjoyable because now you're talking about really teaching somebody how to do something as opposed to just showing them and giving them a couple of tips and hopefully on their own, they can kind of get it down the line. Um, But you're actually showing them, you know, step by step with that one-on-one, that one-on-one time to see what they can really, really do. And I'm sure you've seen more improvements with that model than what previous models you've probably experienced in the past. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, we don't, we don't only, um, you know, get, get people better um, and, and, um, and get rid of their pain, but um, we get them back to enjoying the things that they love to do, whether it's, um, you know, playing with their grandchildren or uh, gardening um, or, or going, you know, uh, for walks with their, with their spouses. Um, you know, those, those, those are things that, 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 that we essentially uh, hone in on because I try not to, not to talk about um, a, of that word pain um, with a lot of my clients um, because everybody perceives pain differently. Um, why is it happening? How is it happening? How, how can we get you back to, uh, to living the life you want again um, without, without relying on, uh, on these, uh, you know, the, these pain pills or, or these injections? Because um, essentially that's not the root cause of the problem, right? We want to we figure out the root cause. And once we figure that out, you're going to live a much better, healthier lifestyle. And, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the, and, and I'm sure you as a, as a, as a practitioner, you, you, you hear this all the time when a uh, patient comes to you, what, what is the first thing that they do? They say, Oh, I went to see my, my, um, my pain management, or I went to go see my orthopedic first. Well, we are, um, we should be the first line that they go see when it comes to pain. If it's a musculoskeletal condition, they should come see us instead of going to see an orthopedic, instead of going to see a pain management, because they're going to go down the wrong path. They're going to go get an MRI and it's going to scare them. It's going to instill fear on them. They're going to go 
uh, go see pain management and they're going to get uh, pain pills. But that is not the solution. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I, I think that for such a long time, we first got into this profession, you know, I guess you and I are the same until the time frame. Um, the progression of PT in general has been so interesting because for such a long time, there was no respect on our names, right? It was like people didn't really know what we were doing. It was chiropractors, um, MDs, clearly, and pain management. And, you know, you had your other specialties in there as well when it comes to personal training and massage therapy. But when it came to PT, there was no real respect for that because people didn't know about it. It is still a very new-ish profession in the greater scheme of, of the other ones that have been out there for the longest time. But I do think now with, like you've mentioned, things like direct access and, and people being able to really see us as the premier providers of PT, they should be coming to us first. They really should be coming to us for the initial uh, assessments, and diagnoses and whatever, just to make sure that they can get a better scope of practice. Now, you know, there's certain things that are outside of our scope, right? If someone has a fracture, we can't do anything about that. You know, you got to wear a cast. You have to get an x-ray, those kind of things. But like you said, for things that are biomechanically sound, when it comes to musculoskeletal issues, that's us. And I actually had a friend, not even a friend, my wife had a coworker who um, uh, got hurt uh, literally during like a, on a Tuesday. And he asked, is there an urgent care for physical therapy? And she was like, I don't know. Let me let me call Sean. So she called me. I'm like, no, there's no urgent care for PT. Just tell him to come see us. We can see what's going on. You know, if it's something that is like a strain or whatever else, I'm sure we can just kind of see what's going on and give him a pathway to get better. And I got him in for an evaluation. And literally, he was so happy because instead of going to the ER or instead of waiting for an appointment for a couple of weeks to go see an MD, you know, he was able to see a PT the same day and felt so much better after that first session because it was something that was musculoskeletal, something that we do handle, something that was not. Uh, warranting a MRI or an x-ray or something like that. It was in our school practice. So I think that the more people know about what we do and how we do and having places like your place and, and others that are popping up around the world, it will give people a better understanding of, oh, PT may be the first option for me to go to if I have this issue or that issue. Let me make sure I call somebody like Dr. Eugene, Dr. Sean, or Dr. Joe that I had on last week. Um, and, and get in to see them for an evaluation because it's something that's within their scope of practice. I, I do think it's about us really putting PT on a pedestal and letting people know we're the specialists. This is right. what we do. And um, I think the more that we do that and you do that and others who are branching out there and being trendsetters, it will make a bigger name for us in the future. Right. Definitely. I, I agree. And there's, there's actually a statistic out there that um, it shows uh, 94% of uh, patients that go to see um, a pain management orthopedic don't get referred to PT. That's a huge percentage of people, 94%. So that is exactly who I'm targeting, the 94%. Um, why aren't they getting uh, referrals to PT? They're, they're wasting time, right? Time is valuable. Right, they're 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 getting older. They they don't understand what is what is going on with their body, and and it's and it's just getting worse, right? Um, because uh, if you if you don't correct the root cause, it's gonna lead to it's gonna it's gonna be a domino effect. That that knee issue is gonna become a hip issue. It's gonna become a low back issue, right? So they 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 should come to PT if it's if it's strictly a musculoskeletal, if it's strictly a biomechanical issue. 
and and with with and treating them one on one, they can get better quicker, right? By understanding, right? By by educating them, right? And and they they will they will also will also prevent them from going to see multiple uh, doctors, right? So so also it's it's also you know time, right? A lot of it goes back to time. Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of time, you know, I, I've had a number of clinicians and even MDs on the show talk about the healthcare system and as great as it is, right? We do have everything that's here. There are still some challenges that we face as clinicians, practitioners, et cetera, in the healthcare system, recognizing that, like you said, time is money. And there are a number of places that continue to have to see high volume in order to make uh, the ends meet, to pay the bills and whatnot, right? Depending on insurance reimbursements and pe- depending on what area you live in, zip code, et cetera. How are you, right, in your clinic and your clinic now with vital rehab and performance PT, uh, dealing with these challenges, right? How are you providing this one-on-one experience that we talked about uh, in this ever-changing and demanding uh, system where requiring um, volume seems to be the, the trend? How are you able to give a one-on-one experience in this in this in, in this environment? Yeah, great, great question. So uh, the reason why I chose to uh, open up in a gym setting um, was because of the overhead is low. Um, so the um, uh, my rent is not as expensive as a brick and mortar. For example, my my biggest overhead. Um, by the way, I don't uh, I don't have any affiliations with uh, doctors. I get majority of my um, of my clientele based comes from marketing. So my biggest overhead is online marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, um, a lot of word of mouth. Also, I do incentives for clients um, uh, that that refer patients to me. Uh, I get patients, I get some uh, patients from the gym. Um, So um, my biggest overhead is uh, online marketing. Um, But that's, that's the key. I think as, as a business owner, and, and that is something that I had to learn um, uh, um, over time, uh, how to how to manage um, my overhead. Um, you know, so so that is that 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 is the that that is the key. Um, so uh, the biggest also, um, you know, uh, uh, setting uh, specific rates to to make sure that uh, it covers uh, my expenses. Um, you know, watching. Um, you know how much am I spending on 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 certain uh, um, uh, on certain marketing uh, uh, tactics? So so small things like that. That's great. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think I've mentioned on the show before that you know as clinicians and anyone who's been in the healthcare system, we learn how to do our trade, right? We learn how to do all the special tests and the manual. Uh, techniques and all those things. We learn those from day one until our exam ends. And we talk about insurances a little bit, right? But when it comes to actually running a business or even a clinic or a company, you know, those small things are not, are not shared. And there are so many clinicians throughout the healthcare system who do jump into uh, prior practice or jump into their own brick and mortar or hybrid like you're doing. And they don't know what they're doing. Like they run into so many issues. They run into so many problems, financial problems, uh, booking problems, billing problems, et cetera. And they find out things the hard way. 
Um, but I, I appreciate the fact that you, like you said, you took some time to really learn the craft and, and to do the research to figure out the best method uh, that will be successful for your, for your, for your clientele and for your, for your clinic. What is, I think, my next question for you, what's the most challenging part now, now that you're changing hats and you're a clinician still, but you're, you're known now as a practice owner, right? What's the biggest challenge for you right now at this stage in your, in your journey? Uh, the biggest challenge I would say is to maintain, um, is, is to continue to not, to, to, to not plateau and to just continue to build and, and maintain a good revenue as a, um, as a, as a business owner, that, that, that's essentially what puts the food on the table for my, for my family. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so, and there's, there's, you know, there, there's been months where um, I've taken a loss, you know, there's been months where I've, I've had uh, major gains, um, but that, you know, it's, it's, I'm still growing. Um, that that's part of being um, a business owner. Um, there's going to be times where, um, you know, you feel um, like th- this can't work. Um, especially the first time I opened, I, I started to question, wow, is this really going to work? Um, but, um, you know, I, I just, you know, just like, like when you started the show, perseverance, I, I kept pushing, I kept saying, this is going to work. I maintain a positive outlook um, <clears throat> because I, I, I knew that, that, that this, um, this is what people need um, and, and they, they, they will invest in, in their health. Um, especially because, because, because pain is not, is not something that, that people can, can live with. It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, you know, so I think, I think that's, that's the biggest challenge, just maintaining, um, uh, maintaining a, a positive in the, uh, the income stream. You're giving me a lot of inspiration right now. I think the, um, the journey for many who are in this same boat is, is somewhat daunting. And I've had many people on the show talk about their journeys into private practice, um, as PT and otherwise, and just how daunting it can be in the beginning, but how rewarding it can be when it's done right. And it sounds like you're doing the things that should be done the right way. You know, I've checked out your site and seen a number of your, your videos on social media. And I love the content you're putting out there. And I love the fact that you are doing what you wanted to do. I remember working with you back in the day and we had conversations a number of times about structures and whatever else that was going on and your vision for how things should be and you know focusing really on biomechanics and 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 form and posture and and lifting and whatnot and you're really doing that now with your clientele so I gotta say kudos to you and I'm curious now you know you you are not just by yourself you actually have an acupuncturist also on site so you're not just doing things in terms of PT you're actually incorporating other uh health care professionals into the same realm of a very holistic practice. Uh, talk to us about that relationship between you and your acupuncturist and how you guys are working together to enhance mobility and function. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, um, in the state of New York, um, physical therapist, for whatever reason, I, I am not sure or not allowed um, dry needling. Um, and dry needling, I think, uh, is, is a great implementation into, um, uh, into musculoskeletal, um, uh, you know, um, 
figuring out what's wrong with the body, figuring out uh, how to how to uh, um, release certain trigger points. Um, so that is uh, how I um, blend my uh, acupuncturist. She's able to, um, uh, you know, um, she's able to uh, treat um, some of my clientele who have uh, those uh, those trigger point tightnesses that that um, that my hands can't release <laughs> or um, or if somebody has, uh, you know, like, like that aching back pain. Um, and also a lot of it is also mindset. You know, if, if a person believes that acupuncture will work, you know, why not give that service? Um, if a person feels like physical therapy would work, why not give that service? I would gladly also add chiropractor into my, um, my practice uh, down the line. Um, a lot of it is mindset. Um, but, uh, but I, but I like the, the, the blending of, uh, of the, um, of, uh, of the, uh, multiple, multiple disciplinary approaches. I think it's, I think it's, uh, vital. Yeah, I agree. You know, as I contemplate my own exploits in the future, I do like blending, um, various people into, into the same system because why not? I mean, there's so many people that can benefit from all of us. And I do think that Sometimes there is some, I don't want to use the word competition, but there's a number of different things that we have in terms of um, things that are true and not true, taboo, if you will, when it comes to, well, that's not going to work for you, but it may work for me. And everyone's different, you know? Um, there are certain things, like you said, acupuncturists can do in terms of uh, reducing tension that our hands physically just cannot do. So why not try that and add that into your patient's clientele, your, your patient treatment protocol and enhance their entire treatment plan by giving them as many uh, things in your tutor that you can. So, you know, I, I think that's great. I think a lot of us should uh, try to mimic those models in the future as healthcare continues to change and it becomes even more challenging for us to give clients the care that they need. You know, I, I think anything is, is uh, better than us relying on medications to mitigate pain so um right. acupuncture you know that, that's fantastic that's fantastic um eugene i had a question if you, you know one of your things is um form i remember one of the things that you really focused on when you were working with us um was form and and the importance of of, of posture and i know you're a weightlifting coach and a number of people um and i blame social media for this uh <laughs> You know, there are a number of people who watch social media and start doing whatever they see. I've seen people literally <laughs> doing the craziest things, listening to the craziest things on social media. I actually just saw somebody on social media the other day who was, they were on a squat rack, like at the top of the squat rack, like their the squat rack bar was like under their arms and they were up there, propped up there. And in their hand, they had a recumbent oh, bike. Right. He's riding a bike while on the actual squat rack. And he's yeah, doing a number of other videos like that. People are just doing crazy things when it comes to form and technique. And even if you go to the gym now, you see people just doing a number of things that are not really sound in terms of proper biomechanics. And I'm just curious if you had any tips for those who are going now back to the gym or they're still working out from home. Um, about ways to ensure that what they're doing form-wise and weightlifting-wise is smart and effective. Given all the things that people are seeing out there on social media and on YouTube, whatever, 
what are some tips you can give to people who are trying to get into weightlifting or are lifting weights now, but may not know or might not know the proper form to take and do for most exercises? So the best thing that I can say is keep it simple, but effective. A lot of people go to the gym and they spend hours in the gym, two, three hours, four or five days a week, completely unnecessary. Um, uh, learning how to be an effective weightlifter can have an immense impact on your lifestyle. Um, uh, a lot of people go to the gym and they, they want to do all of these crazy exercises that look cool, but it's overkill. Um, uh, for example, people would go and stand on a BOSU ball and, and, and do squats. But meanwhile, that same person can't even do a, a, a simple squat standing on the floor. Why would they, they go, in, go on an unbalanced surface if they can't even plant their feet and squat on a leveled surface? It just it doesn't make any sense. But, that, but in, that, in that person's mind, that, that person thinks that it is cool and, and more effective because it's harder. But simple and effective is, is what is key. Understanding uh, your, how your body behaves, how your body moves correctly is, is key. And that, that is something that, that, that we educate our uh, clients on. Um, proper biomechanics, uh, slowing down on the movements, um, understanding the, the neuromuscular control, um, you know, certain, those, those things. Technique is, is, is often overlooked. Uh, and, it, and it's simple things, um, you know, bracing your core uh, when, when squatting, deadlifting, um, you know, doing uh, upper body exercises, bracing your core is important. Uh, but a lot of people don't, don't know that um, because they, they, they don't, nobody teaches them this, you know, and they, they don't, they don't, um, they don't understand it. Uh, and then they wonder why their back hurts when they, when they squat uh, or when they deadlift. You know, that's, those, those, those are, are the reasons. And it's, and it's really simple, you know. Um, and then pe uh, a lot of clients ask me, well, why, Eugene, why do you charge so much? You're expensive. I'm expensive because th that, that little simple thing of, of learning how to brace your core can help you with your lower back pain when squatting, when deadlifting. Right. But just that one simple thing is the reason why I'm expensive because nobody's going to teach you that. <laughs> all right. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's true. I, and I think that's those are all very simple tips, folks, just to go out there and make sure that, like people have always said, keep it simple. K-I-S-S. -S, keep it simple. Stupid, if you will. Right. But keep it simple nonetheless. Um, so I appreciate that, Eugene. Any final tips you want to share with the listeners about um, your practice, final rehab? or about PT in general, about weightlifting in general, or any other tips you want to share with the audience at this time? Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, I think um, as we get older as, uh, um, as individuals, uh, we tend to um, put a bigger burden on ourselves. We have to take care of our family. We have to work more. Um, you know, if, if uh, people just find a time to uh, exercise and, and uh and lift weights their their lifestyle will improve dramatically and a lot of people don't really notice but every every decade after 30 um your 
uh, your the, the the muscle cells in your in your in in your musculoskeletal system actually decrease if you don't lift weights. And and this is why people get hurt. 40, 50, 60 years old. Majority of my clients are in that range. Um, and this is why. Um, and all it takes is just correcting uh, their biomechanics. So go out there, lift weights, um, be more active, be more today, as they say. <laughs> and they, they do say that. <laughs> Dr. Eugene, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much for taking this time. And that was Passover. I know you're chilling right now in Miami, but I appreciate you. And I just want people to know where they can follow you on social media or otherwise. Where can they follow you? Yes. So on Instagram at Vital Performance PT, uh, the same on my website, Vital Performance PT. Um, and yeah, um, those, uh, you know, they, they can uh, check out my website. Um, I also have uh, YouTube. They can uh, follow me and post uh, test of client testimonial videos. Um, I post some uh, educational videos. So yeah, all those websites. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Doc. You've made episode 91 one for the books. And uh, I look forward to maybe playing ball with you soon or having our daughters hang out at some point in time. I, I would really appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. Dr. Sean, it was a pleasure. Thank you. No problem. Folks, do not forget the quote from today. What is often called exceptional ability is nothing more than persistent endeavor. Dr. Eugene said it best. Uh, he's been through a lot just trying to really build this brand, but he knew and knows what he wanted to do, the clientele he wanted to work with, the modalities he wanted to use, and the program he wanted to really put out there for the world. And he's doing that as a practice owner, as a clinician, as a feature of the profession. And I'm just proud of him. And if you're someone who's like him, trying to go out there and just be different, be more, uh, uh, take his words uh, seriously. Go out there and do not be afraid to take that leap. Do not be afraid to go out there and make your health and wellness uh, a priority. You know, those simple things that can really keep us out of the, the, the pain-free world and the injury world are the things we do every single day. So go out there, get those workouts in, lift those weights, and let's continue to make our lives vital and to uh, be more today, as he said. As always, folks, you can visit us at bemoretoday.com for my book, um, our swag store, the podcast. As always, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And if you want to send me any thoughts or questions for Dr. Eugene, email me directly at drshawn at bemoretoday.com. As I always say, folks, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. We'll see you next week. your why. Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, 
aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here. Today, are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. You